0: big decisions, paths followed, choices made. This is Connections, conversations about life and work. I'm your host, Jim Allen. My guest today is Joe Mutiki. Welcome, Joe. How you doing, bro? All right, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. That's right. Time. We used to play like touch football together. <laughs> Do you remember that?
1: Yes, I remember getting let into that inner circle, where it's like,
0: all right, we need a speedster. The <laughs> last three times we play it's like a Sunday morning thing in Withrop Park in, in Riverdale. And then the last three times, it was me, you, and another guy showed up. The other guys never showed up, and then it died. So that's <laughs> what. Uh, that's right. How would you describe yourself professionally these days? Are working actor? How how would you? Pro-
1: I've been very, very look knock on everything. I've been very, very fortunate that I've I've never really stopped working over right. the last like almost thirty years, which is which is great. So uh, I, I, look, I'd always say I'm a host first and foremost. So you know, I I've done a lot of the voice acting and everything, which is great. Uh, but just like a just still like a working pro, I would always say just still
0: working, which is fantastic. Do you ever Google yourself? Yes. Yes. Because you got to check. Uh,
1: you got to check sometimes to so see, like. I length. Googled you. I Googled you. <laughs> right.
0: And, uh, you know, it goes to Wikipedia and you can find out everything you want about Joe. And, mm-hmm. but, but I always like the uh, people also ask, like, then there's other stuff, like, okay, you're searching, you're searching for Joe Maticchio. Uh-huh. People also ask, who is the voice of Metabee? Right. Who is the guy on Ice Cold Cash, which sounds a little <laughs> cold? Right. Uh-huh. right? Uh, Who played Mr. Lightning in Odd Squad? Who is the mayor on Miss Persona? Okay. And of course, who is Joe from TVO Kids? All right. Yeah. That's it. So we're done. We can... That's right. That's the big five. So so deep question for you. Mm. Who is Joe from TVO Kids? Joe from TVO
1: Kids is a fun-loving host from... The only, Canada's only borough, East York, Ontario, and always wanted to rep East York, always wanted to rep the borough, and always wanted to be representative of his community and got that opportunity on TVO Kids. Uh, Joe from TVO Kids is a guy who got another show from the late night show he was doing there and then had an opportunity to keep on keeping on at TVO, which was great. But Joe, I think first and foremost is an East York guy who got to represent, and he got to do it every day after school for like four years.
0: I'm gonna we're gonna talk about East York later. Nice. We're gonna talk about TVO later too. So uh, I do have a, a viewer mail segment, where is, so people write in. This may be real, maybe not real. But <laughs> uh, so uh, just uh, warm up questions for you. Mm-hmm. Favorite TV show over the last ten years?
1: Ooh, over the last ten
0: years. Or ever, ever.
1: Okay. Because uh, last 10 years, I have to go, like, probably Brooklyn Nine-Nine or uh, Law & Order SVU. I'm still a cable guy. I don't have Netflix or yeah. all the really fancy ones and stuff. You never
0: so... watch Breaking Bad or Mad Men or... No, oh,
1: okay. no. All of that okay. classic stuff, so... It's going to be a short interview. No, man, because I still short, got a lot of good stuff in everything. Homicide, interview. Life on the Street okay. was fantastic. Uh, Barry Levinson created it. Okay. uh Tom Fontana... Um, that was, uh, Andre Brar, Kyle secor uh, Ned Beatty. um, fantastic television. Song of the Summer.
0: What's the Song of the Summer? 2023. Song of the Summer
1: 2023? You know what's funny? For me, I was just on the road, and I was pumping... <laughs> Uh, a best of lover boy <laughs> so, so my song of the summer 20 of 2023 old. is Turn Me Loose by lover lover boy. boy. Because now that has been
0: like in the 30, backdrop of everything I've
1: been doing. 40 years. 40 years
0: old. 80s, bro. That's right. It's around 1980, 82, I think. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Favorite Taylor Swift song. <laughs> What's that mean? It means <laughs> what's the big no? You don't like Taylor Swift?
1: I'm not a Taylor Swift guy. No. I don't, I'm not pumping Taylor, Taylor Swift tunes. Like it's a okay. no. I just go into my. Everyone crates. likes
0: Taylor Swift. I, so Joe, oh, this is the headline that comes out of this, it, right? Joe, there Lincoln. is one. There's, There's, There's a, a, not. I found them. Yeah, There's not nothing like, against her. I I just don't. It's just not cool. They just, don't. I'm Stark just not, not attuned not, not, okay. to her needs and wants. So uh, again, I didn't write these questions. These are viewer. Male, maybe real, maybe not. <laughs> right. Were you and your co-host Patty secretly married? A hundred percent, absolutely not. I mean, the chemistry was undeniable. Was it? Yeah, was it, the chemistry
1: was great, but nothing that translated to anything off screen. When's off the last screen. time you talked to Patty? Last time I talked to Patty would have been mm, two years ago.
0: Okay, you were a phone call. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so today. My goal is to prove how we are basically the same person. Oh, all right. Fantastic. We, bo- we both grew up in East York. Yes. We both went to RTA at Ryerson, Radio and Television at Ryerson. Correct. I mean, it's uncanny. We're I am basically- the photo negative of Jim Allen. Well, not even photo negative. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're getting at. But, but I've done some research and I've noticed some differences okay. between the two of us. First, East York. Easter, you went to Easter Collegiate. Mm-hmm. You were a jock. I wasn't. Okay. You were in student government. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. You were in the band. I wasn't. I was in theater arts. You weren't. I wasn't. And I think I'm about, about 10 years older than you. So here's a mm-hmm. quote. I've done some research, Joe. Oh, right. Here's a quote from you. Okay. When somebody was trying to get you into, go, get into drama and theater arts, uh, you said, I, I didn't want to get into drama and theater arts. I wanted to go outside and do stuff, <laughs> so I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked, <laughs> right? So you were, but you were popular. Everyone knew you. I mean, no one knew me. But uh, okay, this is people why people knew you, Jim. Somebody had to. Come on. This is why I went into to. Um, okay, so in grade thirteen, like they used to do musicals every other year. Yes. And I wasn't into musicals at the time. Okay. It's, it's still not really a musical guy, but right. I needed to do something strategically to get into radio and television arts at Ryerson. So I acted in and directed the school play. Oh. So that's how I got in. Now, I kind of know why you probably got in, because they love student government and that kind of stuff. But how the heck did you get into Ryerson? Okay. What did you do? Uh, Not not a normal thing for people from... I was told by my guidance counselor, mm -hmm. no one's ever... One she he actually the truth is one person before me had gone to Rars to really? RTA from East York. He's telling me not to, and I just ignore, ignore him. A guy a year after me got in. Right. Ten years later, how did you? What did you do anything special to get into RTA? Because it is hard. Uh, I, I would say yeah, yeah.
1: I would say just maybe outside of you know whatever it is that I bring to the table. Uh, my buddy Brent Taylor and I we uh loved when we're talking about tv shows that we loved in the 80s miami vice and in grade 12 for our english independent study you remember that you know we had right. to do a big project so we did a uh, a parody of miami vice we called it collegiate vice i was darnell tibbs i think i've seen you posted you've
0: posted that I've, I've
1: i've put like a little so clip up social so social media you can see yeah. right so uh, I was Darnell Tibbs, a vice cop from Mark Arnault. He played uh, Chadwick Elliott Diamond, a vice cop from Leeside High School. And these were, of course, you know, uh, enemy schools, Easter Collegiate. They end up having to solve a crime uh, at Easter Collegiate, hence Collegiate Vice. So we wrote them, directed them. You know, back then, you remember, that like, nobody had video cameras. It was right. a big deal to get your hands on a yes. camera. Yes. These days, it's a snap, but... 40 years ago it was hard to yes. just be able to and get editing something is,
0: uh would have been m- even harder. Yes, right? we had so. to do it right there. We had an editing suite. Oh, you're at, oh in, in the camera? Uh, in camera? N- oh. No, uh at school. Uh Mr. McGurran, he ran oh, the AV okay. room. So you had something though.
1: Yeah, so there was a you know, a little so. something where but I mean very rudimentary. This early 90s then, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was this was starting
0: to come. But it would have been expensive.
1: Yeah, just starting. So right. that was a a major hit. Everybody loved it. Collegiate Vice in, we were in grade 12 at the time. So then in grade 13, uh, we were in separate classes, but our teachers liked us and knew that we were buddies and everything. So we did a sequel, uh, Collegiate Vice 2, and that was like the first one was 45 minutes. This one was an hour, which was like it, a big deal. That was like a lot of. of film. Yeah. Uh, and then edit and then put together. And then the logistics, because everybody else is working on their English independent study. But we're like, hey, man, we need you to make an appearance and we need you to act. And these are your lines. And we got to do it here. And we were shooting all over the city. Like, I mean, you know, we picked parts of East York that people recognized the Trillium. Uh, you remember that white building oh, there yeah. at Woodbine oh, yeah. and O'Connor? Oh, yeah. So, you know, we made you know, we ha- that had to be in it. You know, we went to all the different schools, Lee Side, Garneau, we shot stuff at East yeah. York Collegiate. Uh, we shot stuff down at the Dome. Uh, the Sky Dome was an integral part of uh, one of the crimes, so we had to, you know, go down there. And we were just kids in high school, right? Yes. So somebody had a car, then we put everybody in the car. Somebody else had a car, fine, meet us over there. We all go down there and...
0: So do you think they watched it all? You,
1: so you submitted, submitted this? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. And
1: then... Uh... That was definitely... I'm sure they... I mean, look, I'm sure they had a lot of stuff to go through. But, I mean, I think that was... Those things were pretty entertaining. So, so I, I think they watched it. At
0: them. RTA, at Ryerson, were, mm. were you a star there? Were you uh there's a everyone's outgoing everyone in my years it was like a miss teen canada and a mm. miss you know like or runners up to miss whatever yeah all yeah. sorts of, of miss Can- a lot of forward i mean i was always more of a behind the scenes guy right, right. Were you always uh were you always in front of the camera i was were you always grabbing the mic
1: yeah the the great mm. thing about the program was that you know especially first year is that you do all the jobs right yeah so you learn the importance of Camera and audio yeah. and lighting, and which, of course, makes you a better performer because you understand what everybody else right. has to do in in order to make you look good. But I found, and I was surprised by this, I thought everybody, I thought it was going to be 100 people trying to get on camera. Right. And it ended up, Jim, that there was like the same yes. 12, 14, 15 people that you just, through the years, camera. that everyone would lean on, right? Yes. A lot of
0: people wanted to direct or yes. be behind the scenes. or. And I was surprised how many yeah. people just... Yeah, didn't. well, I I acted in high school, but that was it. Like I knew I wasn't going to be an actor, right? So I was never on, like, no, uh, willingly. On well, you camera. did it. You were saying you did that to get to have something to, <laughs> to present. Yeah, well, you had right? to do so. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, even though they wouldn't have seen it, so I didn't <clears> submit. The, but it's more the act of doing it, right? It's like, right? I'm just
1: curious. Like, what did you? What did you act? Like, what did you do? Oh, for, you would never have heard of it. Drama. We
0: found a play. It was a, a play called "An Overpraised Season." So I found it. There's a theater. Uh, store just found a script and then so like uh, i think it was maybe five of us so it's just some lighting cues and uh right you know it wasn't a big deal okay no no i mean it wasn't a a a musical so every again i said every other year they did a big musical right all the teachers would be involved this is something we kind of did on our own okay but we did enter it into like the Sears drama festival and all that kind of stuff okay cool right all right and uh you know i don't know you just do what you got to do right (laughs) hundred percent that's right and i like you know, I like directing, so I've continued directing, and I liked. Well, I didn't write it, but I like writing and stuff like that. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah. Went so away. it set you on the right path then. But I was never uncomfortable in, in, in front of the camera. This is new to me. Yeah, I mean, like for right. as you say, 30, 40 years later. Yeah, I've always done interviews, but always been behind the camera. So it's actually I'm getting used to it now. But it's kind of weird being on seeing yourself on camera. Uh, yeah. Getting used to it now. So you're very used to yourself. Always. Yeah, yeah. But. um so when I conceived of this show, mm-hmm. this, um, I, I centered it around you know big decisions, right? Big decisions mm-hmm. people make. if If nothing else, it's a good way of um, starting a story. Yeah. Right? So with, you know you make a decision and, and you mm-hmm. so um, and I just read this yesterday on LinkedIn. Mm. Um, a decision is the intersection of knowledge and courage. Okay, So let that sink in for a second. I want to talk to you about a couple of the decisions you've made, Joe, mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and people may relate be, be able to get something out of this conversation. Hopefully. Oh for sure. First, why have you never left East York? i got I got Joe I got I got, <laughs> I got out. I got out. I love East York. I grew up there, but you've never left. <laughs> <laughs> greek food, it the greek food right Souvlaki. it's
1: say, no opa, I was, you like
0: the opa no all that I, opa I was stuff. never
1: I, i've never really been a danforth guy so i didn't spend a lot of time i'm okay i'm
0: really lost now okay it, right yeah
1: no, no. yeah, you don't no. like Greek food. Yeah, no, I mean, Greek food's Second all right. Second headline coming out. Of this. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I feel like the same way I feel with Taylor Swift. Like, it's there, and this is where you tell me you're a vegetarian. right? <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. I, I like the meat, so okay. I I do get into all of that, which is great. The um you like you know, the meat? Is that I, what you I mean? like a I like the meat. I like it. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> I've always enjoyed meat, so that's never been a problem. Okay, uh, look, East York. So my family, my uh, my mother and father were always in East York. Uh, I was always in East York. My friends were always in East York. Uh, East York, the location to me was always perfect as far as having to get downtown. Uh, I was 20 minutes when I was working at TV Ontario, 20 minutes to uptown, no problem. Uh, after I retired from there and I was uh, freelancing and I was working downtown, 20 minutes to get downtown, 25 minutes to CBC. Uh, it was perfect because you were close to everything, but it was such a great and still is such a, a great neighborhood and such a great community. It's as close to like a small town feel as you can get uh, being in the middle of one of the largest cities in the world. And, But I've always enjoyed it, right? And I've I've never had a need to leave. If I was going to leave, I wasn't going to go to Durham region like or you know.
0: Never tried never tried something else never tried. To,
1: no to 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 leave no. The only thing that I mean look, I think for any performer there's always that uh or should be that thought of are you going to go to the states, right. right? The states is the great
0: That's, what, that's one of my questions later. Okay. On. okay.
1: All right. That the the, the, the great unknown of going down to the yes. states, right? To in and to see. And but I've always been fortunate that I was always, I was always busy. I was, all, I've, and I, I, I don't say this lightly because here in Canada, you know, there's no star system. There's no, you know, you're either working or you're not, you've got a job or you're not. And it's, and with performers, that's a big deal. Nobody sits there and judges what you're doing. You working, you got a job. Awesome. What it, nobody cares what it is, what the content is. It doesn't matter. You're working. That's amazing. Cause it's hard to work in this country. And I've was always fortunate that I was working the, you know, the five years that I had at at TVO, uh, you know, was fantastic because it gave me some actual notoriety, you know, some recognizability that Mm -hmm. not a whole lot of people will get to enjoy. And to me, uh, and this is what's funny too, I think I've always had an American way of thinking where I thought, okay, I've got to take this for a spin. So can I take this recognizability and use it and get other projects and be able to work and to be able to make a living and, you know, maybe make a good living. Right. And to, to keep on going. And I was always fortunate that I, that I was. And, um, you know, when you talk about say big decisions, uh, there were a couple of decisions early where I had to decide, okay, am I going to, I, you we'll, get, we'll get
0: to that. We'll get to okay. that. I don't want okay. to interrupt you. but no, hundred no, percent. No, so East York, it's it just gave you some security, maybe like your family's there. Some security you didn't. It was it was, it, home, was home. it was home.
1: and I didn't want for anything else. There was there was nothing outside of say some gigantic move like where you know. They, so you
0: had everything you needed. Everything was right there. Friends, uh, entertainment, are fun. You, are you still hanging out with the same guys you hung out with in uh, high school? I still
1: have friends so from like that. public school. Right. Uh, my buddy, Jeff Segura, who I've known since kindergarten. So we are now going on.
0: And there's, they've never left East York
1: either? Uh, he's in Scarborough, okay. which is, you know, east of, yes. of, of East York. Uh, but around, you know, we can okay. still drive and see each other. Uh, we're close to 50 years of friendship. I just saw uh, yesterday uh, my good friend Brent, who we started in Collegiate Vice together in high school. We He came to Parkside Public School in grade two. Uh, So I've known him since we were seven and still hanging out. You you know, you're fortunate when you can get a couple of real ones, right? So Jeff and Brent, they're my real ones. And, you know, it's funny when you're old enough, you can say, okay, it's a combined, like, 100 years of friendship there. Uh, But. That's where we are. That's sweet, That's and sweet. Look, and they're
0: midtown. Uh, Brent is midtown. It so is you nice know. when you know someone for a long time. It's hard to keep it up. I mean, certainly I've moved around a bit, so it's hard. It, it is hard to keep in touch. Yeah, but I have deep roots in East York. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to short. You know, I uh, I was born at that hospital. I worked at that East hospital. General. East General, whatever yep. they call it now. Yeah, so, now it's Michael Garen. Joe but... Hospital. <laughs> I think <they> call it <laughs> it but, should uh, be
1: Eunice Motiki. My mom was a nurse, and she was a nurse the there at the hospital. For over 40 years
0: wow what what uh what, and worked uh, in
1: labor and delivery for the last uh 20. so i have a lot sorry, of friends
0: so uh, from what year to one year what Boy,
1: mom what? would have started there it's 71
0: she would have started in 71 for 40 years at the hospital 20 years in
1: uh, yeah so i mean she was when she first started there uh you would go to nursing office and they would say okay you're working and then they, you work in a different part of the hospital. Okay. So one day you work psych, another day so you she might worked be... in
0: the birth and delivery. Right. Because my uh, I I was born there. I think I'm probably not, but I worked there, and right. my two kids were born there as well. Okay. So maybe okay. there's some uh, overlap. So I probably she, walked by her in the hall. All yeah. Time.
1: Yeah. She might have carried them to you. My best <laughs> job impossible. in television. Uh huh.
0: I I uh, well, my mom in the '60s used to rent the televisions. To the people in the, in the, the, the people that, the patient. In a room, yes. And back then you had to put in, physically put in the television. Right. My dad took that over for her and then she, he, uh, so he had like two or three jobs and he, uh, Gave jobs to like neighborhood kids and oh, stuff. Okay. Right. And so uh, when I was in high school, I, I worked at the like renting televisions at oh, at, man. All uh, right. at the hospital, like and physically moving them in. Probably great. Like I was probably grade nine, 10, 11 kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, something like that. So. And that's a short walk to school. That's roots uh, in the community gym. Yeah. Jim. Easter, yeah. 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 Man, like yeah.
1: that's a, yeah, it's a short walk. I mean, that's, you know, just right along Coxwell from yeah. school to hospital, yes. hospital back to school. Yeah. So. And
0: it's weird going, like, I haven't been back in a while, but it's weird going in there because it's a lot of it's, Exactly the same. same. So yes, my like in the '60s, uh, my mom would have put me on the couch in the lobby, right, and gone worked for two hours, and the people at the front desk would keep an eye keep, on me. Ah, oh, man. So like I'm four or five years old. It's Like Bro. people don't do that anymore, yeah, right? Like just leaving your kids a different time. It's a different time, but, it's uh, different time, but, uh, but it's they would also keep an eye on me. A different sense of community. Yes. Well, that's what it was. It was like a Takes a Village kind of thing. So
1: good, you might uh, not want to leave there.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay, now I I know. Right? So I want to dig down on the really big decision you made in your career. Mm. I mean, if you recognize Joe, it's probably because he was on TVO Kids every year for years and years. But at some point, you didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. And I knew you around this time. Right. Uh, you were doing some corporate gig, gigs, HMV, Universal Music. Yep. Uh, our, our client, sh- shout out Matthew Ives. There uh, you go. That's right. Um, you let us all know you were leaving, probably in the middle, and we're all going, what? What? Yeah. Like, um, what were you thinking at that time? And then we'll, I'll ask you some more questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time? Because it's fascinating to me. Yeah, even, you- even now, 20 years later 29 30, years tw- yeah 29 years later it was
1: 20 i mean it was yep i, I retired in 99 so, so sorry i'm 29 years career. So I'm twenty 24 four. Yeah, five be, years yeah later. it'll be yeah it'll be Yep. 25 years next Big year decision a gigantic one right and you know so when i at that time my thought was do you want to get better how do you improve
0: right
1: you're i'm hosting tvo kids love it and absolutely love doing the show but if i want to get better if i want to become a better host if i want to become a better performer if i want to become a better you know on-air entity right do you need to do other things do you need to try other things with other people and generally in this industry yeah you know you can be doing one thing and you can be as good as you can possibly be at that but you know can you host another show you know can i get another gig
0: a different kind of show
1: right and one of the things, and I've always said this, I've, I love children's television. I would do another children's television show again and have. Nothing against the, the genre. A lot of times people, they're like, they treat children's television like it's a stepping stone, right? Like I'll do this for a while until I get a real television show. And right. I've never believed that, Jim. And okay. it's always bothering when people have thought that about children's television. It's a real signal. It's a real it's a, it's a real program. There's real writers and directors and people that are working on it to produce well, it for an audience. Well,
0: you had fame, fortune. You had benefits. Mm. It was a full-time job?
1: Yes. Yep. Full, full-time. full Full-time. I was there. I was entrenched. And I was fortunate. People liked me, and I liked the people there. It was it was fantastic.
0: You arguably were the face of the network at a certain point. Or all, you could have been the face. I think maybe on your way out, they might have told you that, right? Like, it, it, Joe, stay. Like, we could. Or, or maybe, And I know you've been back. But, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, so you didn't burn any bridges, so. No, 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 no. I mean,
1: everything was, was great. They, and they understood that, you know, I wanted to try different things. And, you know, at the time, they were just, in order to try those different things, you couldn't be live every day uh on a television station. You know, it was it was live after school, 3 30 to 7 o'clock. So a week was a 50 hour week, right? It was there just wasn't any room to do, to do there other goes. things. And right. TVO, it wasn't a place also where you could Did you save some money? Yes. You did. Always budgeted. Budgeting okay. job one, two, and three. So I always tucked money away, always had an FU fund. I remember somebody telling me make sure you have an FU fund. <laughs> if something bad happens, where you can say F you and you can go off and you don't have to worry about rent or a mortgage. You'll, you'll be okay.
0: So is the answer you're giving me today. Has, is it the same as the answer you were giving yourself back then? Or has this answer evolved over 24 years?
1: Over the years, the, the answer, the answer is always the same. Try new things, get better, see if I would be better. Right. I am, head, shoulders, and torso, a better host and performer than I was in 1999. And I know that's because I left the show. I'm proud of the show. And I remember telling people, look, I can go off and become better, but never be more famous than I was doing that show. There was a certain amount of people outside of us that would be on air every day at the same time. Those were anchor people, on news broadcasts, and the on-air hosts on Much Music. We were the only ones you see on TV every day. So that that lent its own fame just for the fact that you
0: were on so much, right? So you've never regretted it? Leaving, no. Never, that decision, you've never... I've... Fucked back. I made a mistake.
1: Never looked back and went, ugh. Now, take me with a grain of salt. I'm not one... I'm not. I don't play the regret game. I'm not right. one to look back and go, "Oh, why?" Seem so, oh. like a very positive
0: person. So.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I'm also a realistic one. So right. I mean, if it was like mm, that, might not have been the best. Ugh. And you know, and were there times that maybe you know, that maybe a little, a little tight? Sure. Um, I'm good at budgeting. It doesn't mean that budgeting is fun. It doesn't mean that, you know, you always want to be like, oh, man, I better keep this here just in case I don't work for a little while here. Or it yeah. might be a little bit of time until this gig or whatever it might be. But but for the time and for what I wanted to do and, you know, also because I know what I've accomplished since then, no regrets, Jim, okay. about, about leaving the show.
0: Okay.
1: The only thing that makes me sad is when I would uh, – is viewers, because, of course, you know, it's family viewing. So I kept all the goodbye mail that I got when I retired from the show. And I, and I always use the vernacular retired because it was the same year uh, Gretzky retired, Michael Jordan retired, John Elway retired.
0: And Joe retired. So I figured at least kids would understand. It was time to go. It's Now yeah, I understand. What it means, now right? Now I understand. All the greats. I just figured, all right. All the goats. It was cute because I got a lot of letters saying, why is Joe tired?
1: <laughs> why just- is Joe- why is
0: Joe too tired? How to did do the you show? say goodbye to uh, the viewers, did uh, you, or did the, did you? you just...
1: we, we we did a final show. We did a uh, we announced it uh, at the top of May. Um, we did four weeks where people could send in goodbye mail. Um, th- we did a, a shtick that there was a goodbye party that I didn't know about on the final uh, day that I was going to be there, which was May thirtieth, uh, nineteen ninety nine. So they're
0: worried about the viewers, probably, right? Uh, yeah, you know, young. Yeah, viewers Uh, about
1: letting them know about you know because this is still the internet it's not the internet yet so it's not like people can just you know send me a message or go to my website you know it it wasn't as well
0: rich then what was that show with the blue dog maybe not a tvo cartoon blues clues blues clues right there was a host steve or something yes and he just vanished one day yes he went to university I don't know if that was a TV, That's, that was in my wheelhouse. Right. My kids' wheelhouse. Right, yeah. Um, and as any parent knows, when if your kids watch the show, you're watching the show. Yes. But he left mm-hmm. uh, suddenly. And they go, where's Steve? Where's Way Steve? Go. And it was kind of a thing. He just vanished. And I think in real life, he went back to school. hmm yep. And then he showed up 20 years later uh, and did a, uh, a little video oh, you can look it up in yes, character online yes it's on in character and he goes just want to reconnect with all and it was so sweet did you remember that he reconnected it's been 20 cry. years so all his viewers are now 30 yes like you know you've yes. experienced the same thing right and he was it was kind of I, I thought i'd just let you know what i did mm-hmm. i needed some time mm-hmm. i Got educated. I'm yep. now. I'm. Doing he explained okay. it. We're all doing okay, right? right? And it the was kids so were sweet. Old enough to understand. Well, because they are thirty. I you, hope so. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> literally, hope is that literally twenty-five or thirty years old. For sure. It just came to mind now. So. No, no.
1: For me, I had done something where I, because I kept all that mail. My goal was always to to reach out and thank all of the kids who had sent me mail for their letters. And then work gets in the way. Life gets in the way. You start doing stuff. I had actually started a secret group on Facebook. And what I did was, was that, you know, I was able to track uh, viewers down uh, through their mail. If your name was John Smith, there's so many John Smiths, I can't find you. But You're talking about years later. This is years later. This was 2010 when I started this.
0: This was a decade later. So you're talking about doing birthday wishes and stuff? I started sort of doing. So you did the same kind of birthday wishes you used to do on the show. Yes, like with fo- you got Photoshop at home or something. Yeah, like I just, I, I it grew into that. It, it started with
1: Which me scanning, scanning their letters, yes. and I say, hey, you sent me this letter when I left TVO Kids. I just want to let you know I was doing okay, and. Oh my gosh! I can't believe it. Literally ten it. years, literally ten, literally years, ten later. years.
0: This was this was this was uh. So the they might have been all eight or eleven, and now they're now 22 they're, yep. Or so they're
1: all just leaving high schools, just starting university. That would be so uh, some of them were just like you know, like in in uh, in in in. Um, so you sleuth
0: them on the internet and found them, tracked somehow. them
1: down, and this group it, it ended up being like a few hundred uh, people. I always call them kids. It bothers them when I call them kids. It's like, Joe, we're not kids anymore. Like, I'm 22. If you were a Taylor years. Swift fan, they're called Swifties. Swifties.
0: All right. But you're well, not a Taylor Swift fan. So. I,
1: I'm not. So I just call them the TVO Kids kids. I just- Yes. I call them the TVO Kids alumni. So I was able to track them down and find them and kind of have those moments as well. Not as showy as Steve, but in a lot of but really personal ways. you know what? It wasn't-
0: It was 20 years of silence. So That's the thing. That was what made it kind mm. of poignant. Yes. Really. It was really- mm-hmm. So I follow you on social media. So, I mean- there was a period, I mean, you remind me of Paul McCartney in the 70s and 80s, right? Like people, he didn't want to talk about the past. So there was a period where you didn't talk, in my opinion, you mm-hmm. didn't talk about the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for 25 years, he didn't talk about the Beatles. <laughs> uh, then suddenly, all he wants to talk about is the Beatles. Uh-huh. So so that's my observation is like, maybe it's 10 years, but 20 or 25 years later, you start embracing it, so you're going to events, you're interacting with your now-grown fans. Mm-hmm. So why why the why why the change? Do you think it was it was a
1: a good time to? Uh, well, I mean, one, once you've left, say, uh, once I've left the crawl space, and if I'm trying to do new things, and if I'm trying to, you know, part of it is not seeming like you're resting on your laurels right right you know going into audition hey I'm joking. from TVO Kids like you know no one's going to care anyway right but you also want to seem like okay you're bringing something new to the dance something new to the show so I'm
0: not that guy anymore or were you, were you trying to cast against type or something Are you trying to
1: no I was always me uh, for okay. better or for worse okay this you know I mean, people see me now and be like, "Yeah, he seems the same." Like, yeah, you know, like you coloring your hair. Yeah, right, or, like, where's the gray? I mean, where's the- right, it's in here, bro. That's why you got to always make sure you shave because it comes out of there. But, but you, you know, to always show that you know not so much that you're reinventing yourself, right. but that you're able to do something new. Um, you know, I started hosting Reach for the Top after that. Yes. Uh, started making appearances on Off the Record, which for yes. me was. An amazing
0: thing, Michael Landsberg.
1: Michael Landsberg, super cool guy, excellent host. That show
0: was fantastic. He's a Ryerson guy, Ryerson. I remember him. I was on CKLN, I was terrible, but he would have been a year or two older than me, right? But he was like a big guy, yeah. And man. I remember being at CKLN and he got his uh, he, he did CFRB sports. I used to listen to sports, I'm a big sports fan, mm-hmm. so he suddenly did a sports cast on like a Sunday night late, yeah. And everyone's going. He made it. He's made it. And then, when TSN started, he whipped himself into shape. <laughs> right. Literally yes. got into shape, and, and he was on. And he was for years just buff guy. Yep. So you got to know him on. Yeah. He,
1: yes. w- he look he, sports desk in '84. He was one of those first fell. Yeah, when first TSN way. was Just getting started. So they Got right? a bunch of young guys. And then they he, they create that that show for him off the record, and he develops it, and it becomes yep. like this. Really great talk show Last where it's like, one. oh, we're actually going to talk Wrestling sports stuff, and, right. right. So for me, were you on with any wrestlers or anything? I was on. I was on well, when Chris Jericho hosted. They did an episode where they well, let Jericho host, and Michael Landsberg was on the panel, and I was on. I was really lucky because they really, they really trusted me. They liked me, and had I was a
0: gift for God. Did you have a specialty that they want you on for a certain reason? Th-
1: because I, I, knew how to keep the show moving. Right, so it's
0: not like you were a football fan or whatever. No, no. In fact, they bring me in for anything. So you're a generalist kind of thing. Yeah. Just, okay.
1: Good with everything. With the quips. Was good with sports, yes. Right. But could also, if, you know, they knew, bring bring a little comedy, bring a little, but always, because that show was about keeping things moving. And they knew that I could keep things moving. And if somebody maybe stumbled or somebody, I would just keep it moving. So they always trusted me with when they would have maybe, you know, big time guests on who maybe didn't know about sports. So when they had like Harold and Kumar, they had um, uh, Escape Guantanamo Bay when they were on the show to uh, to, uh, to, to 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 Cal Penn and uh, John Cho, um, John Cho, new sports, Cal Penn, not so much. Bring Joe on. So at least, you know, right. OK, you know, because, you know, there's execs here who want this to be a good appearance. But. We need to keep the show moving, so they bring me on. So I was always honored about the fact that they would they trusted me to come on. So
0: I was on that show a lot. I made seventy appearances. You paid paid for that? Like no, 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 there was no. So it's just uh, it was just you push your stuff. You're getting paid today. I mean, but you weren't getting paid to go.
1: Yeah, you um, would just promote your stuff. Which for me, because doing a sports show at the time, of course, that's not
0: it. You missed. (laughs) So okay, so you made you made this big decision right, big decision we'll we'll move on from this. But any advice to people confronted with making a, a similar decision in their life not it doesn't mean they're on TV right now or anything, yeah, but just someone in that's 30-ish mm-hmm. may, may be confronted with making a big decision sometime in their life. What can you tell that kind of identify person? what it is you need. Meaning mean, you have to know yourself, right? right? I think a lot of times people fool
1: themselves or they trick themselves thinking they want one thing or another thing. They don't stop and just say, okay, what do you need, right? What do you want? So identify what it is that you need and then make sure that you've got the skills to get it or to pursue it or to, to try it, right? It's go, it's okay to dream. It's okay to try anything, but make sure you've got the skills to do it. I think a lot of times people, they're like, I want to do whatever it is. And it's like, well, especially in entertainment, because entertainment is this wonderful industry that just, you know, has a dream quality to it. But I mean, nobody who wants to be an accountant is crappy at math. You have to have skills in order right. to be an accountant. Right. Same with this industry. You know, so if there's moves that you want to make, regardless of what it might be, but certainly in this one, make sure you've given yourself a base. Ryerson gave us a base to do a whole lot of different things, but make sure you've done the things necessary to be able to take those steps so that you succeed, that you don't make a fool of yourself and that you don't waste your time or somebody else's. So if you're going to make a big decision, if there's something that you really want, identify what it is that you want and then make sure you've given yourself the skills necessary to get it. And if you don't have those skills, go get those skills. We live in a time now where it's, it's easy to go back to school. It's easy to go take a course online. It's easy to, to to fortify yourself so you don't have to say no to what it is you want to do. Go fortify yourself. Take some time. See if somebody can help you out. You know, if you're lucky enough to be in a relationship. Hey, babe, I need six, eight, ten months. I'm gonna go back to school to do this. Can we carry it? Can we figure this out? Is it good for us? Fine. And give yourself a base and then go do it. So, because a lot of times people they go so make it's in a the big decision. Preparations, preparations, everything, so planning, had the preparation. preparation, preparation and skills. You, you, you got to be ready, but you've got to be good.
0: When you were like, so you had an agent, like you're in top talking about preparation. You just didn't quit one day. You were thinking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Did you have an agent? Did you get advice from anyone or got an agent? Uh, I figured, at look at I mean. yeah, uh,
1: 99. I mean, I, I never had one during the five years I was at TVO. Right. Um, I decided well, look look I'm if I'm going to, go out and look for work I need an agent agents have their ear to the ground and yeah so I was great I got Jennifer and Donna uh, over at the characters and they you know have been with them ever since 2000 when I first went out and got an agent actually 99 Um, and I just you know I went to a bunch of different agencies and just talked to them and tried to figure out who would be the best fit for me and stuff right and I remember Matt our mutual friend he uh, knew a fellow he was actually the one who had kind of got me in the touch with all... Right. Yeah, we and, used to
0: play them in... Uh, the, the characters were in our baseball league. Right, So yeah. I think I probably would have met Jennifer when she was young. Yes, for she's sure. I'm sure she's still young, but... Uh, yes, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, I think I know who that is. Yeah,
1: really, really great. Matt loved her. Matt yeah. was like, oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. So, yes, it's a... So uh decided, okay, get an agent, and here we go. Take the plunge. Here in Canada, you just... You go and do everything. So they just... You Know they just pour you in with all the other performers, so whether right. it's commercials, uh, acting, hosting, radio, voice, they just yep. here you go. So, so
0: now you, I mean, you, you've you're a working actor now, oh, that's how I would mm-hmm. host/slash actor, yeah. Right? Um, I mean, you do a lot of voiceover work, yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons, mm. oh, that's a joke, oh, too. thanks. That's <laughs> a joke, too. I, mean, uh, I just saw a post you made where you referenced an old Eddie Murphy. Turn of phrase, mm. and you were talking about it. How to how it kind of snuck into a character you were playing. Um, uh, you're quick-witted. You're funny. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? Uh, I've never thought about it. A lot
1: of people have thought about it for me, and uh, and uh, so a lot of people said, "Why haven't you done stand-up?" You could or- do an
0: hour of writing a day, right? You could wake up in the morning, write for an hour times 365 don't you think you could come up with I could 30 jokes yes <laughs> in 365 yeah, yeah. sessions yes I I think I could I
1: look I can't add anything. yes I could I think if if I had set my mind to and even now if I decided I'm gonna set my mind to you know uh creating a uh you know um uh, a show and doing it
0: yes I've never. It's never been a burning desire. It needs to be I've something been, you really, really want. Never had there's a, passion. a lot of uh, failure involved. Right? I, 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 a lot of effort sure. required to make. Yes, right? uh, but I've never had a passion like. You, oh man. Exactly. You need the. Pa- you need to. have a passion
1: for it. You need to want it. Right? Yeah, I've thought about one man shows. Like I yeah. thought about like a one man show where I'm. You know, I mean, where I'm telling stories or you know you ever sort seen of Mike imparting Birbiglia? wisdom.
0: Perbiglia. Perbiglia. You ever uh, look him up? Mm. He he's a stand-up, right? But he, that's what he does. He he's a one-man show. So he's on that This American Life a lot. Okay, you know that uh, it's audio-only f- uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Mike, I've seen him twice, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what he does. He basically he, people go to thinking it's a comedy show, but he actually tells stories. So there's this over. It's a story about whatever's going on in his life with all these tangents and funny one-liners and stuff okay but he's brilliant look him up or okay Biglia, all right Biglia. no everyone that, look him up he's that great seems like more of a fit. he comes yeah. to toronto every once in a while so okay uh he if you want it's it's more that one sh- so he's been then he's he's pretty big now so he's been to broadway and stuff and just excellent so it's like because it's a one-man show but he might book a month let's say it yeah. uh but generally he might come to toronto every few years okay right anyway so you ever think of and we talked about this briefly mm. i said wait Everything, like, just for what you're doing now, ever think of going to the U.S., why or why not have you not, why have you not gone? Mm-hmm. East York's too big of a the, the hooks,
1: the East York hooks. Fortunate enough to always be performing, there was never a time when I was like, where there wasn't a stoke in the fire, where I was like, oh, man, you know what? Like, this would be a time. My thought was always to, if you're going to go down to the States, if you're going to, you know, just go down there cold, I had no interest in going down and waiting tables and, you know, right. and rushing to auditions, however they, they glamorize that or how it's yeah. how it's usually, you know, sort of presented, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. My thought was always, look, if you're going down there, you, you know, you're going down there as a professional, so have a big chunk of money so that when you go down there, you can concentrate on auditions and you can concentrate on your craft and you can go get work. It's, you know, I know that there's a necessity to... You know, okay, you got to pay some bills at a at the at the hotel that you're staying at, so that you can go and. But I I always thought that it, it's so competitive that you want to give yourself the absolute best opportunity to actually book things and to get work and scrambling from your, your 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 waiting tables job to to go to an audition and then to come back, you're not concentrating on like becoming yeah. a character or right. trying to nail apart and to me that was always necessary so I always thought okay if I was going to do it you got to be willing to starve for a couple years probably go down there have enough where you don't necessarily have to starve where you can actually eat and have your brain going and stuff and then go book things but but then I was always because I was always working I was always there was never like a I guess there had to be a lull where it's like okay I got nothing going for a year I'm going to go down there and audition but I was working so hard to never have a lull because, you know, I I want to be working that, you know, it just, so the, it was never a step. It was, it was, I I never. So you've never needed to. Never needed to. Right. uh, But also just never, it was never anything where I thought, okay, you know what, man, I'm going. It just, it it just didn't. I had teachers. I know Mr. Vanderberg who loved me and always believed in me. He was one of my instructors at, uh, at Ryerson and he, uh created polka dot door and mm-hmm. today's special, you know legend over t v l great guy clive i, I right. know he clive yeah. yeah and i i know he wanted me to go i know he was you know he's always you know because i'd be like yeah sir i can make a living right here and you know here in canada i can do my thing and you know i think he 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 loved my vigor but part of him i know was nudging me like you might want to try mr joe you know maybe you should go i think he believed that i really could have you know
0: yeah well you still could probably
1: S- still could uh, right. you know it's you again you got to want it you got to want to do it it's got to be something that's kind of that's in you where it's like ugh. and i mean i don't you know i i guess i've just never it just hasn't been something where i'm like okay that's it right. i'm going to go now talking to you jim maybe i will I don't know. <laughs>
0: well i guess one I of the things that would push you in that direction is just everything ended right? mm-hmm. anything that you're working on ended right and there's a gap, and uh, I got to do something. Yeah. Right? So I, you know, so maybe the circumstances. Mm. You're too success. You're just successful enough not to the, the, leave East York, and and I don't want
1: to sound like I'm some high roller <laughs> that I've just right. been, you know, that I'm murdering I've it twenty four seven. Is seen, the... <laughs> seen look I iron for you, Jim? Because you're I saw a good the car man. You rolled up, all right. Was... So. Thanks for the driving. <laughs> that's Sorry. right. I've just, I've always just thought that you know what is, I've always been the Corolla. You rolled up. In, yeah, that's right. right. That's right. I said, you know, finally got myself the just something sweet, <laughs> just a nice clean interior. It's like all right. But it's, I've always just been, I guess, fortunate enough to, you know, that I, you know, it was always ingrained, you know, be busy and you know, and that yep. you're working. I just,
0: I've just always been working, so I've just always been good. You've never been unemployed long enough to uh, be forced into making yeah. decisions, right? Right. Yeah. So you're a lucky man. You're a lucky man. Super well, fortunate. luck, Jim. or it's hard work, right? It's It's, hard work. it's yeah. talent, hard work. Me I don't want to imply that you're lucky, lucky. No, no, no. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. I just listened to an interview with Justine Bateman. You may remember, okay. she's a writer, director. You may remember her from Mal- she's Family Mallory Ties. Family Ties. Yep. Um, she went on to get a computer science degree. Mm. Okay. Um, she, I, she was talking about... Artificial intelligence. Oh, boy. Because she's got this computer. she's She's got opinions because she's a writer, was an actor, she's so not an actor anymore. Mm-hmm. She thinks artificial intelligence is going to take over the entire entertainment industry. And I thought I'd ask you about it because you make a lot of your living as a voice actor. It's mm-hmm. a lot of animated stuff. Mm-hmm. It would be easy. I'm sure you've heard this stuff online. Yes. Right? Uh, to take your voice mm-hmm. and spit it out. In any way i want right mm-hmm. even today i've got enough of your voice <laughs> that's right does artificial intelligence worry you at all yes
1: Why? it because it, 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 it's for that very reason that if you just want to to take a performance and now you can make and you can make a performance using that person's voice or picture i mean a lot of the stuff i mean you've seen the clips online mm-hmm. i've seen the clips online of some of this ai deep, deep it's,
0: stuff and it's seamless yeah. right yeah. It,
1: i mean it's, you know i mean i'll be honest my worries are more about you know like like global security like you know i, I maybe i watched too many movies as a kid or even as an adult yes. but i mean a lot of that stuff is looks so real i worry about somebody trying to you know really start like start start
0: a war like start like actual, yeah, you like, could have putin come on and talking nonsense suddenly is speaking perfect english and, right and, and so it's like what like what's happening right yeah, now so you know world stuff yeah. so bigger fish yeah
1: but as far as professionally look this is what uh, uh you know they're striking currently uh in the united states they're worried about about ai and about the way it's used and about yes. replacing performers and you know it's uh, look the, the one thing that never goes away is that the you know how the rich stay rich and how the rich just continue to get even richer than before. There's no thought about like, you know, of being rich enough, right. You know, it's your job is to get all the money, get all of the money. You're not supposed to, you know, well, we've got some 80% of it. of it. So, you know, look get 20% of it. Your job is to get all of it. Right. Uh, this I'll, is your
0: Ryerson sociology uh, coming. through. Feldhammer, <laughs> Louis Feldhammer. He was a legend. He was fantastic. Yeah. Louis was, he was great. He was,
1: but it it is it.
0: A lot of it's true. It I was is just, right. I was just, uh, my uh, one of my daughters, the, uh, we met uh, his boyfriend's parents, and they're American. Mm-hmm. And so, he, and I was telling him, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we actually had members of the communists. He was a, a card-carrying, Feldhammer. Yes. Card-carrying member of the Communist yep, Party. And that's it's right. like That's right. Like there, it's no big deal. It was kind of inter, not entertaining, but informative. Yes, like you learn a lot. Yes, by being open to different, different viewpoints, different viewpoints, and you can take, take what you figure it out for whatever well, your worldview you is for yourself. And you, you should. But I'm glad I knew that stuff because you know what I, what I, what's going on here, Joe. I own the means of production. Right. right. It was always a goal of mine, and I had that term in my head because of you know, Louis. Of or that education, that like mm-hmm. kind of education, right? Yes. Own the gear, like own camera, own yep. the edit suite, and then I can do whatever I want. Whatever. And it's a recession and it's recession proof, sort of. Yes. Right? No. Sort no. Of, it within is. reason. So, what, what more about AI from Joe? No. So it's you know. So I mean, if you sorry can, to interu- interrupt. No. No. No.
1: No. 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 It's 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 your gear. <laughs> so there, there <laughs> it go. It's it is a it, it stands to reason that if you think that you can. uh you can cut out one other thing that you that you use that you have to pay for right then why wouldn't you right i mean i I read my pay actors if you don't need to if you don't need to right
0: plus it's the ownership of uh one one of my recent interviews actually was a a fellow that uh, is president and ceo of a software company like a computer animation so right. he knows all about this. So he's looking at it from a different point of view, and this is before the strike really hit, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So how exciting it is! He goes, you know, you could you get Keanu Reeves in a studio, shoot him from all bunch of angles, and that goes into the mainframe. You know, you've mm-hmm. you've got his essence forever. Right. Now, presumably, you know, during that conversation, presumably you're paying Keanu Reeves for for that. Mm-hmm. But the the implication is you could make Matrix's, the Matrix movie, 5, 10, 20 years in the future and have Keanu Reeves look the age he is now. In fact, you could de-age him, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Is like once they've got you, Mm -hmm. but hopefully the idea right now, I guess what they're stumbling on is how do you get paid, right? How do we make sure Joe gets paid? Right. The technology exists where we don't really need to... You know your voice anymore? We've got. it. Hopefully, you they still need you, right? But the uh, technology exists, it, you know. Which it's scary. Is is look, it,
1: essence, Jim. The essence is important. When they were first, uh, you know, when they were recreating stuff um, with uh, CGI, right? And people would talk about how hard it is to get the eyes. Uh, I remember that was yes. always a difficult uh-huh. thing, right? You can get everything else, and the, because there's, and the, what is it? I'd say, I'd say soul. Like there's soul in a person's right. eyes, right? And it's you're trying to recreate soul, and that's why the eyes look a little dead. Everything else is real, but the eyes are a little wonky. Soul, you can't get soul, essence. There is something that we enjoy. Why a communal thing of 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 theater, of movies, of what? You're watching people, right? You know, even uh, the original Star Wars movies, as much as everybody, this, that, seeing people actually in actual danger, right? Real stunt people. You know, you know that people are falling. You know that people are getting hit with things. It makes the stunts more, everything more visceral, right? That's why everyone is crazy for 60 year old Tom Cruise jumping things Um, and stuff because you know it's him, right? As opposed to, if it was all CGI, all you're doing now is you're you're watching the CGI and judging how good the CGI Computer is. game. So yep. it's you like seeing performers because they're soul and because you are getting some of their essence and they're sharing some of their essence with you. If you know, if they take Keanu Reeves and they are able to reproduce him and make Matrixes till the end of time, all right, well, that's fine. But you know, you're not. But you, it's still not him. You know, it's it's a, a fantastic facsimile of him, but not him. And I wonder if, if that's something that audiences, okay, that's fine for a video game, but are you going to pay hard-earned money to watch something that lacks soul?
0: Well, it's like it's a computer or it's a machine. You're watching a machine or, you know, can the computer make you laugh or cry? Maybe they can, but maybe not as well as... Uh, Joe can. There's no instincts. Like the real Joe.
1: Yeah. Right? There's, you know, there's no instincts to read a room, right? There's no instincts to maybe, you know, people get a, <laughs> maybe, I, and this is me spitball. Yes. Maybe the computer, oh, I hear laughter, but you know, no, that's yes. tepid laughter. Yes. Maybe I should move it along. And you get heckled from someone. Else. How do, do you
0: ignore the heckle or engage with the heckler? Right. You know,
1: right. Uh, but I mean, look, and as far as say just remuneration, it's just as far as paying people. I mean, the worry, and this is the thing. It, it's not going to hurt Keanu Reeves. No. You know, there's a, there's a, a top, top tier of performers who, you know, who are out there fighting, but they know, yeah, it's, it's not about us. It's about all these, this other 98% of performers that are just making their way. Right. <laughs> They're just yeah. getting by there. Just, yeah. you know, that don't live spectacular lives. And it's, it's for them that this is, that yeah. this is about, right. It's, you know, cause, Jennifer Lawrence is all right. Meryl Streep is all right. The, yeah. Tom Cruise is all right. It's it's, but there's this gigantic, and it's been interesting even hearing performers who have just been sharing their stories, right? You know, even guys. I'm just like, oh wow, really? You know, dudes that are in a couple of Netflix shows yeah. that you know I would have assumed, or
0: you know, yeah, no, they're worried, yeah, they're worried about residuals too, right? right. And and main how do you,
1: issue yes, streaming
0: and residuals, right?
1: Right. So it's a so you know if if there's ever an ability for because again, if it's just, if there's an ability for a studio to be able to reproduce a performance, um, you know, my my guess is is that you know a lot of producers, you know, probably look at actors and just go, look, anybody, you're a monkey. Right. <laughs> we can we can you know we can train somebody to we grind the organ. Right. We'll train a monkey to dance, right? And right. we don't necessarily need you. That's that's a tale as old as time. People getting replaced from TV shows. So on and so forth. Dick Wolf had a great quote there because, you know, he's replaced so many performers over the years on Law & Order. And they had asked him, how would you have handled uh, Friends, you know, when they had all sat out and they were demanding that they get a piece of the pie and so on and so forth, which, you know, I mean, look, makes sense. I mean, that, you know, if it's producing a billion dollars in syndication, I mean, you can pay them gigantic amounts of money and it doesn't hurt anybody, but it's a producer's job to get all the money and he has said i would have picked a friend i would have fired a friend i would have just pick one and said all right that one's gone the other five can decide whether or not you're coming back to work right and you Our know car. to viewers like they're all indispensable they're all how would you pick a friend i'm not a friends guy but I, there are people
0: who are just like oh my gosh. Yes. It's like who would you pick well they famously stuck together yeah
1: and they stuck together yeah but there's a producer saying no no i would have found a way to it's not important. Uh, You know, whatever it is that they bring, it's not as important as you think. I would have fired one and we'll see how the other five would have done. To me, this is what this is about, right? When you talk about CGI or when you're talking about AI, right? That it's, you know, you could have fired a friend and replaced a friend. Could you just had Matt LeBlanc and just, you know, and recreated him and done a whole thing. It's like, you know, and then you have to pay him at, at, at all. And, the next step is let's pay less friends.
0: Yes.
1: Let's pay, let's pay no friends. Let's keep that money. There was a story about Robert Evans. I think I've got this right. When he was at 20th Century Fox and when they originally made the deal with George Lucas for Star Wars and uh George Lucas was able to um to keep the licensing for all of the his characters and yes. for for the and Robert Evans who was a bigwig at 20th Century Fox, you know, back when they were making motion pictures, he he got fired from 20th Century Fox because he allowed George Lucas to have that cut and to still own the, the pro- uh, IP, the IP, right? And Robert, that was like, uh, we made scads of money. <laughs> we, 20th Century, we made gigantic money off of that Star Wars deal. I can't believe that they were upset, but they're upset because they didn't get it all. Didn't get it all, and look that's the thing right I, you know it, it's like the people up here just want it all it's 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 like it's a business it's it's a, it's beyond a business it, and I get it it's I'm not even and I'm gonna say don't make your money but you've got to be able to let people make a living this isn't right. you know not scads this isn't this isn't Tom Cruise this isn't Johnny Depp this is just dudes this is just actresses these are just people that are just also making a living these are crews that are out there that are just making a living right like you know not everybody's up here most of the industry is down here so you know you got to let people get theirs too and so anything that is trying to replace that you know or that now doesn't allow somebody to make a living or to be able to get theirs you know it, i'm sure it can accentuate things you can improve things but you know you don't want it to replace people and man, some of that AI again—it's seamless. I go over all my scripts, Jim, or all my mm-hmm. uh, my contracts, just making sure I'm looking to see if there's some mention of you know, because you give a lot away in perpetuity. But is there anything where they can recreate your performance? Right. So I look for AI recreate anything where they they're saying now we can take what you've done as this character, and, uh, yeah, and just you know, you know, say if they're just disres- you know, they think oh, it's just kids. Just kids. They won't know if it's Joseph Moticki or they don't know if it's not him doing the voice of the iguana. Right. You know, we can recreate his voice now. And, you know, we, we paid him. We, we paid him in perpetuity for his voice. And it's like, no, no, we're not doing that. So right.
0: I look forward. I'm sure everybody else is too. We're, we're in a new world. Here's a quote from you. Mm. Like, I, I think someone was just asking for advice on being successful or something like that. So this is what you you said. Be great at what you do if you want to be successful. Be great at what you do. Take 2. It doesn't matter what connections you have or who you know if you stink. It kind of brought a tear to my eye, Joe, that. <laughs> kind of, so that's where we're leaving it. Like what's your what's the secret to your success, do you? Because you're a successful you know what? You're a working you're doing it, right? You're it, a working actor forty years, thirty years later? Yep. Thirty years you've been at it. What's what's the secret to your success? It's
1: it's the preparation. It's making sure that I had the the skills to so that when opportunities came that I was able to get a job, keep a job and be somebody that that people thought could get another job, right? Being it's important to be somebody that people want to be around. This is an industry where you you're, you're going to see a crew more than you're going to see your family.
0: So be good to work with.
1: Be good to work with. Be great to work with. Right. Don't be a dick. Be friendly. Be friendly. Be good. Be a good person. Whatever your job is, kill it. I say this all the time, a lot of times people, whatever it is they decided to do or whatever they're working on and stuff, they don't, they don't go hundred percent, right? They don't go full tilt boogie. They just, they're doing it enough to, you know, get by and you should kill it. If you get in the habit of killing something, if you get in the habit of working really hard and really applying yourself, you will do that with everything. And, and maybe that's why I've got friends for 50 years because I really put the effort into friendship and I really put the effort into a work relationship and I really put the effort. Everybody everybody appreciates effort. People appreciate it when they put effort into you. You come into the office and somebody comes in, hey Jim, let's go get that. You'll be like, yeah man, you're, yeah, let's get it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad I'm here doing it with you, let's go. Don't half-ass it. it, it you know, it, it, these are subtle, they're subtle things that aren't subtle. You know, everybody knows the difference. People that aren't in their that aren't in your life anymore, you know why they're not in your life anymore? Cuz you didn't feel it from them. You know, you didn't you didn't you didn't feel passion from them. You didn't feel that there was a need for you to be there together, right? That's why people fall by the wayside. And that's fine. But in everything is is a relationship and everything has to have work put into it. Whether it's friends, whether it's professional, whether it's an office, whether it's love, whether it's romance, whatever it might be, just kill it. Do the work. Doesn't do the be... do the work. It's yeah. it's easy. It's because it's easier to do the work. I had a job at the cemetery, and I remember there was a term "f the dog," right? Like you know, let's just yeah, let's just uh, take ten minutes, and I was like. It's harder to. I wonder if that. I wonder if that's an East Jerk expression. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I know, I right? But it's, like, it's 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 harder to f the dog for ten minutes than it is to just like let's just mow the grass, man. Let's just let's just do our jobs, and you know, then time flies, and it's like, oh man, it's lunch. Right. Amazing. Let's just kill it. It's just easier. Your day goes by quicker. You feel better, and and people, you know, you they respond like you've to you more. Right? Yes. Yep. and you feel like you've accomplished something but then people look at you and go wow that was that grass looks great I work in an industry where my grass is it's on it's 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 there for you to be consumed so you know if if I'm hosting that show or uh, you know I've been lucky with social media to get really good responses from people about you know ice cool cash is almost a decade old but it's found a new audience in the states I, I get regular notes about it and stuff. I'm glad I killed it because you know what? like, And maybe because I worked hard on it, it's a show that, you know, can pop up places. And people are like, okay, we'll add that to the schedule. And we can, you know, and new people can be exposed to me. And who knows, maybe one of them are going to be like, I'm working on something and would you come and do this? And which happens too in this industry. So just, you know, if you're not passionate about it, then just don't do it. There's a million things in the world to do. Find something that you like and go kill it, and I think that's that served me well for 29 years, and hopefully it serves me well for 29 more.
0: So I want to thank you for driving out here. It's, uh, Pleasure's mine, uh, Jim. Pleasure's uh, mine. I bro. know it's uh, it's not an easy drive, so <laughs> I know it's a. Uh, so I do appreciate it. Thank you for coming.
1: Thanks for having me, man.
0: It was a great talk. I, I do appreciate it. So yeah.
1: so much fun. Thanks so much, bro.
0: Best of luck. You don't need it, but best best of luck. Appreciate it, bro. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you have a comment, or if you want to be on the show, send me an email at connectionsvideopod at gmail.com. And please subscribe.